Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Roth. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, welcome back. Our number three of a best of edition of Primetime. Going to do it live this segment, though. Uh, Isaac and Souk on load management out until the end of the year. I'll be holding it down here for you today. Jordan Schultz tomorrow. National programming on Friday. Then we will have, go back to some live shows starting on Monday. So exciting times uh, going on today in college football. Going to get to that in just a little bit. But I uh, also want to just thank all of you out there who are following along with these best of shows. You know, we see your texts on the text line, your tweets as well. Uh, please continue to send in your suggestions for music, for segments, for sound, uh, for anything that you think will improve the show. Want to make sure that we're uh, listening to to the people out there, and so I uh, want to thank you for listening to us and uh, let you know that your suggestions here are welcome. Okay, coming up this hour, we will have a great sandwich debate. Souk wants to be friends with raccoons in a very long segment. That'll be uh, one that I will certainly enjoy. And then the follow-up to yesterday's segment of Drink Fingers is Condiment Fingers, arguably a more difficult decision to make than what five drinks you want on your fingers. But before any of that... It's time for the Hot Five at Five. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Number five, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, and I should have yesterday, but uh, the Oregon Ducks women's basketball program head coach had a huge milestone yesterday. Congratulations are in order for Kelly Graves, who notched his 200th win at the helm of the program. Uh, They beat a ranked Arkansas squad yesterday. They're currently playing Ohio State, where last I checked, they were losing pretty big. But Kelly Graves is one of those coaches that we've seen come into Oregon in other programs. And he took a program that was already very good, and he truly made them great. Um, He's still doing it now, but uh, when you look at the likes of bringing in people like Sabrina Ionescu, Satu Sabali, and a host of other WNBA-caliber players, They were right on the cusp of uh, potentially a championship run when COVID pulled the rug from them. But Kelly Graves has just done an outstanding job with the Oregon women's program and notched his 200th win yesterday. Number four. Number four, the New York Knicks in a little bit of hot water. Yeah, they've been found guilty of tampering in their pursuit of point guard Jalen Brunson. So... 
no, they can't send him back. They don't have to give him up because that wouldn't happen. But they will have to sacrifice a draft pick for it. So the, the Knicks going to have to give up a draft pick in 2025 for tampering with Jalen Brunson. Here's the thing. I, I just – and it goes for college football and transfers. And I don't know how in sports when there's, when there's money and a carrot being dangled on the other side how the tampering doesn't happen. I think the Knicks probably just need to be less brazen about it because we have a league here – that, um, you know, we know that there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, players talking to players, players talking to agents. Uh, this probably happens everywhere, but the uh, the Knicks were just a little bit too obvious about it. Number three. And staying on the hardwood, a bit of a head-scratcher and a shocker last night at Matthew Knight Arena. The Ducks... Seemingly had a winnable game against a non-conference opponent. They hosted Utah Valley, led by head coach Mark Madsen of great Lakers parade dancing fame, also a Stanford legend. The Ducks were favored by 12.5 points last night. At halftime, the Ducks trailed by 17 points. They were never able to dig themselves out of that hole. They end up losing by five, and they fall 77-72 to Utah Valley. I know that these Dana Altman teams have a uh, tendency to start slow, and I do believe that he will get the talent together and have them poised for conference play, which he seemingly always does. But it's a little jarring on your 13th game of the season to be losing uh, a home game against Utah Valley, and that was the case last night. Number two. Number two. I don't like this one very much as a San Francisco Giants fan. Last night at 11.38 p.m., it was reported that Carlos Correa is not going to sign with the Giants. No. Instead, he's going to sign with Jason Sukanik's New York Mets. Tally Buckley 0, Sukanik 1. Um, rough go here. The Giants had offered Correa 13 years and $350 million bucks before Reading between the lines, it sounds like ownership got cold feet and asked management to pull the plug on the deal. He was supposed to be introduced to the media and the press yesterday in San Francisco. They postponed that. According to Scott Boris, the agent for Correa, he never heard anything back. They said, we found some back issues. And he said, okay, well, let me know. Twelve hours went by. They heard nothing more. These back issues were an injury from before his time with the Astros, uh, before his major league playing career began. They didn't believe it was an issue. Essentially, the Giants looking for a way out of this deal, and when Boris hadn't heard anything from the Giants after 12 hours, he got on the phone with New York, and now Carlos Correa is going to the Mets. 12 years, $315 million. I did text Suk about this earlier today. He said that he thinks he'll probably break five games in, and I'll be thankful. So the eternal optimist, Jason Sikanik, letting me, the Giants fan, know everything's going to be okay. Come too far together to stop now. Number one. Number one. Number one. And then finally, number one, National Signing Day. It's a big deal, especially if you are a Ducks fan today. I would say as recently as on Monday, things seemed like they were trending in the wrong direction. Oregon losing out on five-star quarterback Dante Moore, and that seeming like it was going to be the last big domino to fall, maybe in the class, but Dan Lanning and company had plenty more up their sleeve. Today, they land two five-stars. One of them's a flip in safety, Peyton Bowen. He had been a Notre Dame commitment, that five-star safety, and the 13th overall player in the country. Besides, he's coming to Eugene. They also land five-star edge rusher Mateo Uyunglele. That is the brother of DJ Uyunglele, the former top recruit and Clemson quarterback uh, who's now in the transfer portal himself I wonder if they're going to make a run at DJ there was a belief that Mateo and DJ wanted to play together but we know that Bo Nix is coming back we also know that Oregon has secured a commitment from another four-star quarterback in Austin Novosad but I would imagine if DJ wanted to show up in Eugene no one would say no the other uh, big element in breaking news in uh, the last hour or so was that an offensive lineman maybe the most coveted O-lineman in the transfer portal a Johnny Cornelius from Rhode Island a six foot five tackle he has committed to the Oregon Ducks now according to the ESPN rankings the Ducks and Dan Lanning have a top five recruiting class we know during this uh, um, 
I guess, new era of transfers and NIL that I don't know how much these recruiting rankings are going to matter compared to what they have before, but we know that you need an injection of lifeblood in your program to be competitive, and it seems like the Ducks have done that today. The Beavers also certainly improving on where they have been. I think we'd previously seen them finish anywhere between the 70s and 90s in recruiting. They're up to a top 50 class now, led by four-star quarterback Aiden Childs. That is your Hot 5 at 5. Coming up next, more best-of segments, including a great sandwich debate. You're listening to a Best of edition of Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's your opinion? It's Welcome back to a best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. If you know me at all. Or if you've even heard me in my short time on this show, I've gotten into a debate with Souk over sandwiches. Sandwiches are my favorite food in the world. If I had one meal left, I would like a gourmet deli sandwich on fresh bread, fresh cold cuts, fresh cheese, the perfect condiments. That's what I want. Souk will go to his grave saying that anyone who orders a cold sandwich voluntarily when a hot sandwich is available is a fool. And I wholeheartedly disagree with him. Unrelated to that or maybe a little related to that, I wanted to dig up this great sandwich debate that they had on this Best Of Edition. By the way, the guy's asking for your top five uh, sandwich rankings. I'm just going to go number one, Philly cheesesteak. Oh, types of sandwiches? Oh, that's hard to pick on. It's the best sandwich there is. There's many, many good sandwiches. Uh, I'm with Mike. I I can't just... Cheesesteak. You're, you're, you I love cheesesteak, but I'm not sure I'm ready to make it number one. Yeah, you always spit these things right off the top of your head, and I can't do that. I Find I me have a, to listen and think and feel. and Find me a universal uh, better sandwich. I can't do that right now. Because you can't do it because the cheesesteak is number one. I don't think that's true, Suk. I just think... Find me a better Some sandwich. Some people like to think about these things Both instead of you right of... now are flailing. You're flailing. No, I... Can we include breakfast sandwiches in this? Because a great sausage, egg, and cheese would be up there, right? No, because that's just for breakfast. But that's a sandwich. It's pretty plain to me, though. I mean, I'm just, I, I like that. I'm just naming. Does that count? Because you said French dip in his text, right? I think French yes. dip is overrated. All sandwiches count. I don't like French dips at all. Not at all, what? but they're overrated. You don't like a French dip. With a nice horseradish on there, maybe some crispy onions. I'm not a huge French dip guy Wonderful. either, but I'll get it from time to yeah, time. You know what you do get? Somehow, Ralph and I are like the same with food. You know what you get <laughs> each and every time, and you love it because it's universally delicious. A Philly cheesesteak. Tuna sandwich from Subway. <laughs> what about like a good Italian grinder? What about Salami a, and what about and, a Monte Cristo, bitch? Again, it's delicious. But do you see Monte Cristo stands popping up everywhere? Okay. No. Rob Souk's never going to no. let this go. Both of you are idiots because, once again. We're just asking for time to think about it, you just jerk. Just need to think it through, you ass. No matter where you F go. you. My God. I wish I could cuss. I'd cuss at you. A, a Monte Son Cristo. A... Yeah. There's 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 food carts popping up everywhere selling Monte Cristos. No, there's hey, not. Does a patty if melt count as a sandwich because yes. it's on bread? That's a good. Really? Patty melts are delightful. Patty melt. <laughs> That's a good sandwich. What about a nice little chicken sandwich? You're saying right now, I'm bringing a gun. I'm bringing a machine gun of a Philly cheesesteak, and you brought a water. You brought a patty melt. What about a what about good a, call? I'm Mike. asking what about a, questions. What about a, my God, you're not even involved in this conversation. After what about a patty? I'm melt? asking questions. What about a grilled cheese? <laughs> a classic grilled, grilled cheese? cheese is tasty. Can I throw a grilled cheese at you? It's tasty, but a grilled cheese is those. It's it's not even a full meal. You gotta have like some soup or something with it. That's not filling. Well, unless you load up the grilled cheese. Can we go Reuben? 
Ooh. Yeah. Ruben cool pastrami. Is so good. It is, but it's controversial. It's Why? Some, some Why people, is it controversial? Some people are not on board with the Reuben. It's not a universally loved sandwich. What? Well, maybe some people aren't on board with the Philly cheesesteak. No, I kind of think they are. I bet you that's the most popular sandwich in the United because States. Because you love it. No, because they're everywhere. This is why we can't allow you to do I bet you the most popular sandwich in the United States is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, well, yeah, that's, no, that's probably true. true. But, but that's, that's, like a, how, that's how Jay Leno was the number one late night show. No one can be offended by it. Technically, and Jay's are delightful. Uh, well, I do think at some time we should tackle the top five sandwiches. And suit, you got to... We're not saying it's not the Philly cheesesteak. We're just proposing other options here. Look, and then bring You're calling some, us out as if bring we're some just good naming options. options. Don't bring in this you tuna melt versus, you know, patty melt crap. I don't what think anyone said. Melt? No one said tuna melt, by the way, you, you jerk. It's ridiculous. We did mention patty melt. I thought it was a little weak, You're but silly hey. Bitch. We're just. <laughs> yeah, you silly little. Now, if you bought like with a nice meatball sandwich or maybe a chicken parm. Oh, meatball sandwiches? Ooh. Those are oh, overrated. Oh, chicken parm. Yeah. Oh, in the face. meatball sandwiches are very difficult to eat. In the face. That is one thing that I hate about meatball sandwiches is that the meatballs fall all over the place. And you try to take a bite of half and then something falls out. Chicken yeah. parm, bro? Chicken parm sandwich. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's a good sandwich. It's a good, good sandwich. Thank you. For not poo-pooing over everything what about a, that we're saying. What about a BLT? At least you're bringing a decent sandwich at this point. Let's you guys go BLT. Flailed. I think BLT, BLT is a little too basic. Eh. It's you, a very, very popular you can classic spice up. You basic Karen bitch. <laughs> a BLT. You can spice up BLTs, though. You know, avocado. Sure, but you're, you know, you're that's right. no maybe, maybe BLT, some <laughs> peanut butter. That's a BLAT. What? Uh, what else? I looked up. I found the most twenty, the twenty-five most common sandwich fillings. Number one is lettuce. <laughs> well, okay. Your yeah. brother will love that. <laughs> yeah, that's the. If you want to talk about someone that can't be involved in this conversation, it's my brother. Because if my brother will not eat a sandwich if it has lettuce, mayo, an onion, a tomato, anything like that, he won't touch it. So basic things on all sandwiches. Yes, my brother is the sort of guy that'll go to a sandwich shop and order a roast beef sandwich plain. Well, you are of the same blood. Why are we to trust you? <laughs> He's the, this is my brother who gets the Philly cheesesteak, but he has to get it without the uh, without onions or peppers. What about a really well done club sandwich? Yeah, it's a good sandwich. Although, but then you're throwing turkey at us here. And you know how we feel about turkey. I don't like turkey, but I, you can. But see, that's the beauty of the club sandwiches. Even if you don't like turkey, you, you can it. you can eat it because it's got deliciousness. <laughs> I feel like that all is a huge it. point against a club sandwich. Is that I you're hiding point, the main ingredient? It's a point for the club sandwich. <laughs> Man, I hate turkey, but I sure can deal with turkey in this sandwich. <laughs> I mean, if they made a tuna sandwich but that I would order, because I hate tuna, but it but if they made a tuna sandwich that I would order. That is a hell of a tuna sandwich because I hate tuna. Same thing here. That is true. Well, I think you lose another sports argument. Oh, I don't. The Philly cheesesteak is the king of sandwiches in this country. Now, which cheesesteak? People go out of their way. You just threw in a qualifier. What? In In this this country. country. You didn't say that before. Look. The, the, this is classic Sukhanic. You can go to Iceland and they're eating like. Uh, well, you're not even a cold well, look about me. Right. That's why the Reuben or the Monte Cristo is probably not a big deal to you, but you throw in qualifiers like that. What about a what about a I euro? Ass- Does a euro count? I assume. Is that a sandwich? Yeah. What about a euro? You. I you assume jerk. when we're talking about best sandwiches, we're not talking about what they eat in Mongolia. We're talking about Why not? this country. Well, our Euro sandwiches, they're delightful. Bon mis are tasty sammies. You guys haven't made a dent so far in the idea that what? anything can come close to touching the Philly I think we've made many good except sandwiches. That seven times you've like, oh, that's a good sandwich. That is a good sandwich. Seven times. And yet it's not a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Oh, you're an idiot. You know why? What I'm cheese- well, hold this. on. Ah, can we stop arguing no, for one you second? shut up for one second here. <laughs> Find yeah, me another up, sandwich that has its own <laughs> hey. place. Because the Philly cheesesteak stands alone in that you can go to a place and that's all they serve. You can't go find a place that just serves Italian grinders. We can get a place yes, that serves can. grilled cheeses only. Yeah, there's a grilled that cheese. True. There is grilled cheese shops. Yep, there you go. So that I'll at least listen to. Argument like lost again. Once again, you lose. I, I, I 
I tell you what, there's that no peanut grilled... butter and jelly standards. Well, there there are actually. Actually, there are. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Well, they're like little like uh, food carts. Yeah. And they do different different kind of combinations. They do different stuff. types of sandwiches. You need to get out more. Um, I feel like the grilled cheese. I feel like I'm coming back to the grilled cheese as being the best. Okay. Can we stop arguing for one second, please? No. No, but go Shut ahead. Up. Which cheese do you prefer in a Philly cheesesteak? Because if you go to oh. Philly, you're supposed to get it with Wiz. Yeah. Cheese Wiz is the common way. Ew. Provolone being the secondary. I go Provy. Yeah, Provolone. Because when I went to uh, Pat's in Philly, which is the original one, it's like you're supposed to go with Wiz. Um, that's the way Dude, to order I, it. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the, that's the basic that. way. It's actually amazing. It's all melty cheese whiz. It's not. They don't spray it out of the, the bottle. It's like or out of the can. It's melted cheese whiz. And there's famous store. There's famous places. It's like just, There's famous places just for cheesesteaks, right? Everyone knows like Pat's or you can go or to like, Gino's is the other yeah. one. Across you know, the street from each other. You know what isn't famous anywhere? A sandwich shop that serves PBH. No one's like this is the inventor of the PB and J or this is the inventor well, of no the Italian. No one's defending the PB and J. No, the we're, you just asked the question. Name me another sandwich that has restaurants dedicated to it. Yeah, I like how you pick the little runt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you're changing the argument that you asked for. You are so good at that. How are you so good at that? Because also was that years a- of arguing with your brother or what? What do you? How do you do that? Uh, I just pick out what's the best, and then I just state the case because it makes it for itself. Well, you don't really state the case. You ignore any other cases to keep proving one case. You argue like Trump. (laughs) Me and Rusty. Me and Rusty Harden. Yet everyone sitting there right now wants a Philly cheesesteak. Why? Because it's the best sandwich. I actually kind of want a club. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we didn't get to vagina tunnels. Ah, damn it. You didn't even mention the pulled pork sandwich. Oh, yes. See, this is why you have to think about things before you go spouting off on the radio some cockamamie opinion. Or the brisket sandwich. Hell yes. <laughs> Boom. Double time. Some burnt ends. In your face. Burnt ends. So much in your face. Mm-hmm. Although not really on a sandwich, right? Just on the side. No, no, no. They, uh, is there a place that does it on a Sammy? There's a really good one in, uh, like, it's Camus. It's a beer at a time. They have a burnt end sandwich. Oh. Delightful. All right. Well, John should not talk about this. That we all can agree. Yeah, he on. can't. We he don't. We don't want voice. his opinion on this. Is a burger a sandwich? Or I, for this argument, no. no. See, and I kind of that's think pulled separate, pork right? is a little bit. I put that kind of in a burger category. Yeah. Why? Except that it's called a pulled pulled pork, pulled sandwich. pork sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like pulled pork is really available at a lot of sandwich <laughs> places, though. Yes, it is. It can be. It's a little bit more of a barbecue exactly uh, joint. I think a lot of like I think a lot of sandwich places you go to don't have pulled pork. Why are you trying to diminish the fact that the pulled pork sandwich is well, incredible? Because he's been defeated. It's he, a delicious. It's a delicious sandwich. I'm just saying. I don't <laughs> think that that is a standard sandwich at most places. Well, at some point, you can admit that the Philly cheesesteak is the greatest sandwich. Yes, it's okay. At some point, we will do the top five rankings, and we will actually put thought into it, unlike Jason. And number one will be the Philly cheesesteak. It might be, but you got to think about it. That's why you can trust our lists, not Jason's. This is a debate that could go on forever, but we will not let it. Instead, we will pivot to not sandwiches, but condiments. That's coming up next. But first, we do have a Sports Center update. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to a best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sook. Just wrapped up a segment 
on the best sandwiches, uh, <laughs> heated debate, and one that I can certainly get into myself. Uh, but we don't have time for that because we need to get into what is the next debate. And that, of course, follows up a segment we did yesterday. It was a club segment called Drink Fingers. Now, if you're not familiar with the premise, it is that if you had one drink for each finger on one hand for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Uh, Isaac initially picked four different red wines and water. Uh, Suk, I think, initially went with a couple liquors, milk and water. But ultimately, they hashed this out. The tougher question and the follow-up they did not have time for that day was what about condiment fingers? And here's that discussion. Okay, just a few minutes in this segment. This one's tough, Rob. This is This one's much tougher. Because I, I think initially you think of the basic condiments. That's right. There's a lot of condiments. That's yeah. right. Well, the ba- that's exactly right. In my opinion, the basic condiments. See, you're going to be stunned by my five because the basics are not, are generally not on there. You got ketchup, I'm assuming, right? No. Wow. I don't even like ketchup. And you don't have mayo on there. No either? mayo, no mustard, no ketchup. I'm going. I'm going a little different going now. Exotic. Let's reset this. Now, Mike found something on Twitter that has fascinated us. <laughs> And it is that if you have five fingers, you that disseminate one drink each, but that's all you can drink for the rest of your life. What drinks are you putting on your fingers? Yeah, we found that to be mildly challenging, but not really. Rob blew through it in about eight seconds. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm confident in it. Yeah, mine was water, coffee, Cabernet, <laughs> bourbon, and maybe an iced peanut. <laughs> so <laughs> this one's harder and it's five fingers disseminating five condiments different and that's condiments the only condiment yeah. you can use and that's for the rest all of your you life. can use on any of your foods for the rest of your life yeah you're hooped after that okay so, so we're I, not talking spices here or anything like that you no. just, just condiments but you have to think about the condiments used in other types of cooking yeah right because the the generic condiments you think of are mayo mustard ketchup right yeah ranch whatever but you got to think about what about the asian food condiments like teriyaki right, and teriyaki. sriracha yeah. that's right and that's going to be all dependent on how much asian food uh, chinese food or asian food you eat sure which you eat a ton so i'm assuming that would be on yours Bingo. It is definitely not on mine. I've got two of I've got two Asian kind of themes uh, sauces in. You in got the some hoisin in there. We'll see what happens. Okay, so I believe got that you need duck a, sauce. You need a dressing, salads, or also for dipping. Sure. And I don't like ranch as much as I like blue cheese. So one of my fingers is going to have blue cheese. Bravo. Helps, helps for chicken wings as well. That's yeah. Blue, blue cheese right. goes with it. You put that on salad. You put that on wings. It's it's a good now. Move. But here's the thing. If you don't pick barbecue sauce, you're not going to get anything on your wings. Yeah. Okay. So the barbecue sauce is where I'm struggling the most. Now, let me give you my other three fingers. And then the fourth finger is where I have, I have a, it's a toss up and barbecue is in the mix. I'm flirting with her, but my other fingers would be hot sauce slash sriracha. Do I have to pick one? Yes. Yes. Sriracha. Yeah. Um, my third finger, um, would be salsa. My fourth finger is a pesto. Mm. I'm going pesto on your ass. Pesto. I freaking love pesto. Interesting. And then my fifth finger is I'm debating between barbecue sauce or a nice aioli. I think you got to go. In that situation, I think you got to go barbecue sauce. Question. Is guacamole a condiment? Ooh, no. No, I don't think that's a... Is sour cream a condiment? Yeah, I think sour cream Because is technically a- in Mexican cooking, sour cream and guacamole and salsa are the condiments of some things. However, they're also just dips. Here's why I'm saying that salsa and and salsa is a condiment, sour sour cream and guacamole are not. Salsa comes free. It's like ketchup. Right. You just you get it on the table. Guacamole and and and, and sour cream, you got to pay for. That's a side. It's a, it's a side food. That is yeah. not free condiments okay, right. that is handed out. That makes it a little easier for me. Right. So I, I think, agree with that. I think for me, I'm for sure going mayo, ketchup, and blue cheese are my three for sure. Oh, ketchup, okay. I love mayo on a sandwich. It makes the sandwich so much better. Ketchup is on literally everything, and I love blue cheese. I love blue cheese. Um, I think I'm going to go sriracha for my fourth one. Sriracha can make anything really good. It doesn't have to be Asian, but you can also make Asian-style food with sriracha. And then the fifth one I'm also struggling with as well. 
I love a good honey mustard, and I feel like not having a mustard on my fingers is going to be bad. You got no gravy either. Think about that. But I didn't pick barbecue sauce either. So I'm, I'm going to lose the wing ability to dip into blue cheese. Now, I don't love barbecue sauce, so for me, it's kind of a, it's not the hardest decision, but I understand its importance. I think I'm going to go honey mustard on the fifth finger. Yeah. So I'm going to go mayo, ketchup. That's a risky play. Honey mustard, blue cheese, and sriracha. I feel like honey fingers. mustard is a very limiting sauce. Exactly. It's a risky play. Like There's only so many things that right, are going to. Yeah, when you want it, you're going to be happy with it, but I don't think you're going to use that very often. I, I think, think that you're going to have a surplus. A, I think that can act as the mustard in many, many recipes. It's not going to be the same tang as some mustards, but you're going to get it, and it's a great dipping sauce. Interesting. So I went uh, with Rob. Blue cheese. Got to, got to have blue cheese on All three there. of us pick blue cheese. That's cool. Well, it's it's a very versatile thing. You can put blue cheese on a sandwich. You can put it on a hamburger. You can put it on a salad. You can dip wings in it, chicken. I feel like blue cheese may be the most uh, versatile of all the condiments. Now, here's where my Asian inspired, because I love Asian food. There's a sweet chili sauce in there. Mm, that is and a good one. Love me some sweet chili sauce. Now, I'm not going to go ketchup. I'm going with that damn red sauce that they give you at Chinese restaurants. I don't know what it is. It's like a spicy cocktail sauce. It's like, I don't know. It's like when you do the ketchup and mustard at a Chinese restaurant, it's ketchup, but it's not ketchup. It's a spicy, I don't know how to describe it other than if you eat at a Chinese restaurant. Like when you get barbecue pork at a Chinese restaurant, they give you that little dish of red sauce, and then they put the dollop of hot mustard in there. I don't know what that sauce is. I have not experienced this at a Chinese restaurant. Oh, is that that's like a sweet and sour sauce? No, it's not a sweet and sour sauce. The, I always ask for it. It's it's a spicy ketchup. I they I just it's like a Chinese red sauce. It's at every Chinese restaurant you've you're putting ever that been on to. your finger. Yes, because I will put that on anything. That may be my favorite thing. I get little when I get Chinese food to go. I get extra things of that, and I put it on turkey. I dip French fries in it. I'll so eat- you replace ketchup with whatever weird ketchup yes. it is. So I'm not taking ketchup. I'm taking the weird Chinese restaurant ketchup, okay. which I love. So you've done blue cheese, yes. sweet chili sauce, yes. and spicy Chinese ketchup. There has to be a barbecue sauce on there. Okay. I, I barbecue way too much. Mm-hmm. That has to be on there. And then that fifth one is where I kept going round and about, and I'm going to have to take a like a garlic aioli. There's got to be some sort of it, – it, there, there will be an aioli on there. I have to have it. Now, because I chose mayo for one finger, do I get the benefit of all the aiolis that are basically mayonnaise but fancy? No. no you got to pick one. Absolutely not. Nope. So if I just choose mayo, I'm getting regular mayo. Yes. Regular bastard best foods mayo, which is why I went with a Hellman's garlic aioli. Same brand. A spicy garlic aioli, yeah, and that, I'm good. That's why I went with that, too. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, Interesting. Dieter- I, might, I might revise that to a an, an aioli as well to Dieter, just get a little um, more variety going is on. throwing in Caesar. Interesting. A Caesar dressing? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think about I that. I think the but... blue cheese dressing beats out Caesar dressing. Yeah, it's a little bit more versatile. Caesar I... dressing is good on Caesar salad. <laughs> but that's the only thing and I and ever. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Whereas I feel like blue cheese is good on just about anything. Blue cheese is amazing. Yeah, you can put blue cheese like you. It's bar- the god of cheeses. Yeah, if you do some like grilled chicken, throw some blue cheese mm. on it. It's fantastic. I don't know if it's the god of cheeses. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> a lot of cheese out there, but it's certainly a delicious. Uh, yeah. Condiment. Especially like in my finger, can I get like a chunky blue cheese? <laughs> yes, I think that is the case. I don't want like a smooth blue cheese. I'd like some crumbles. What if your fingers get backed up? <laughs> well, but see, chunks? you can use the smooth blue cheese and buy crumbles and put it in because that's not a that's oh, not a condiment. That's true. That that's is a blue a cheese crumble. That's yeah. a food. I love that segment. I do have some thoughts of my own. For one, uh, I also love mayonnaise, but I think I would probably pick or make it into a fancy aioli first. So give me either a sriracha. Or I'll go with chipotle aioli because I would like I would like sriracha separately. I also want ranch. I'm going to pass on blue cheese, unlike those guys. I think Suk is onto something with a spicy chili sauce, and then I would also probably take a spicy mustard. Although the spicy chili and the sriracha may have a little bit too much overlap. I also have the listeners who are texting in as well. Despite this being a best of segment, we still get plenty of fired up responses. Um, someone has a lot of concern about why the dividing lines or what the dividing lines of condiments are versus sauces. We also have someone asking, why are you putting pesto on his ass? And and then also a suggestion for creamy horseradish. I love creamy horseradish. The only issue is I don't think I'd get enough use out of it. So uh, we're going to continue on with this, this best of because we have a long segment left. But if you know Souk, and if you've been listening for a while, you do. 
you know the souk has a love for animals you know souk has a love for wild animals you know souk has uh enjoys the animal uprising well in this next segment a long segment about just how much souk wants to be friends with a raccoon that's coming up on this best of edition of 1080 the fan after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to a best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Soup. No Isaac, no Soup there in the vacation protocol or portal. They are on load management. They are on loan. They will be back in the new year, but uh, gone for the time being. So this is a best of, and without further ado, our friend Jason Sakanik. he just wants to be friends with a raccoon, you guys. So to set the stage again, I've completely given up on the idea that I'm ever going to become best friends with a raccoon. Haven't seen one in well over a year. So it's Saturday night. I'm sitting around. uh, I got a fire pit going out in the backyard and uh, I'm eating pizza and I'm wildly drunk. And this is last night. This is, uh, well, Saturday. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought you said you were going to get back on the horse. (laughs) I'm thinking, oh, no, he's not. Oh, this was right in the middle. In fact, this was the day before uh, my realization that I had just been eating and drinking like an absolute monster. Like this. So this is like peak. Like that whole Saturday, I ate from when I woke up, let's go like 830 in the morning till probably 1.30 to 2 at night. I don't think there was an hour where I wasn't shoving something in my face. So much for intermittent fasting, huh? Right? You ever have <laughs> one of those days? Like I, I usually don't go that crazy. There are days sometimes where I'll go to like Market of Choice or New Seasons or Zupans and get myself like a lot of small things because they have all those little pasta salads and, yeah. and you can get a sandwich or you can get like the pre-made this or that. And I'll just kind of pick at stuff throughout the day. But there's not a day normally where every hour I'm eating, no. Well, I woke up and there was just a bunch of, like, still holiday leftovers, Thanksgiving leftovers that were still out. And then, like, I took my kids out and we went to, uh, like, one of those Big Owls type places. And so we ate there. And then I came home and my lady friend had some friends over and she had got pizza. And so there was pizza there. It was just like every at every turn. There was something new and delicious. I'm like, well, I haven't eaten you yet. Let's just go ahead and do this. <laughs> so I get the fire going outside, and uh, and now I've been out there for several hours, and I'm I'm well uh, I'm well in the bag at this point, and I'm just kind of. It sitting- must take you a lot to get really drunk too. Oh yeah, I'm especially if you're eating that much, you it, must have put down a ton of liquor. It was, it was a. You can say it was impressive, but you can say it was a cry for help. Sometimes they're two sides of the same coin it was a little it was a little rough so i'm feeling quite comfortable at this point and i'm sitting there in my chair i got the fire going which by the way i probably shouldn't be in charge of the fire Uh, but at this point i'm burning just anything that'll burn i'm throwing pizza boxes in there just whatever it's just that i've got this just ungodly roaring fire going and out of nowhere i see something out of the corner of my eye on the fence And it's like I could reach out and touch this thing. And all of a sudden I turn and there it is face to face with me. After like a year and a half absent, there's the raccoon. Maybe the raccoon said, man, he's loaded. He'll never remember this. Let me go say hi now. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So now I'm trying to control because I want to just jump up and run after it and do like a a mice and men like Lemmy thing. Like, come here, be my friend which will probably lead to it jumping on my face and just biting the hell out of me. So I'm trying to just like keep it together at this point. And by the way, my lady's fr- my lady uh, friend, her 
her friends that are over have no idea that I have this obsession with raccoons. So they're like, oh, my God, it's a raccoon. And I'm now yelling at them to shut up. I'm, I'm getting ready to assault them. I'm like, you don't ruin this for me. Just sit down. No one make any sudden movements. And there she's now trying to explain to them that this is like a, a big deal for me. And so the raccoon starts making its way along the fence line. And I'm like, no, no, come back. Like, what are, what are you doing? And so now I'm throwing things at the raccoon because I got a piece of pizza in my hand. <laughs> And it's all I can think of. So you're like ripping little pieces off? Yeah. And or did I'm you like, throw the entire slice? No, I'm like ripping it in pieces and I'm throwing it at the raccoon who now just assumes that I'm now just throwing things at it. Yeah, you're scaring it away. So it makes its way into the big tree and it just disappears. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this now I'm, I'm heartbroken. But I know that it's in the tree. So what is my response? I go back inside and I come back out with another slice of pizza and just a grip of ham. <laughs> That was what was left out. I just reached in and grabbed like a giant hunk of ham. And so now I go outside and I begin to just start littering the tree with pizza and ham. I'm just throwing it up into bushes. I'm climbing up on the ladder and strategically placing. Climbing up on the ladder? Yeah, I had to go get a ladder. (laughs) Boy. So that I'm strategically placing the sweaty meats and the pizza throughout the tree and now people are just randomly throwing out, well, I think they like bananas. So now I'm going in and getting bananas, and I'm putting bananas on the branches like you would a hot dog on a roasting stick. <laughs> and by the way, this tree is in my neighbor's yard. Also, what time is this at night? It's about 11, 11.30 at night. So somewhat, well, they're all sleeping at this point. But if you had non-old neighbors, they'd be looking going, is this guy on drugs? Yeah. Like, like, what is he seeing right now? I'm terrified. How much that, salvia did he just take? That, that lady uh, who next door to me, who I do hate, if she would have looked out her window, she would have seen me, three sheets to the wind, on a ladder, yes, placing meats, pizza, and bananas in her tree. Because the tree is on her side. It just it hangs over into mine. All, and, it's, and this, you know, it's a big, you know, 100, 150-foot evergreen. It's this massive tree. And so I cut. So the raccoon could be anywhere. Yeah. And I've cut down most of the low hanging branches because of the, the fire pit that's over there. So I'm up in a ladder now placing things. And as I'm placing all of these things, now I'm standing up on the ladder still. I'm placing them. What makes an appearance? But I see its little head coming around around the corner. The raccoon is back. And it's eating your food? And it's just staring at me. Oh. And I'm like, I, and I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to get down off the ladder or not. But I'm like, okay. Where I've, is it now? Is it still in the tree? It's still in the tree. Okay. It's up on the tree, and it's taking a look at what I have going on. Your peace offering. My peace offering. So I'm trying to lure it down with the pizza. And I get off the ladder. It comes down. By the and, way, folks out there, don't drink and climb ladders. Okay. Oh, no, very, it, very dangerous. It's fantastic. Not fantastic. Very dangerous. No, no, no. Good no, for no, the story, no. though. The raccoon comes down, and I see it grab the pizza, and it drops the pizza. And it's getting, and now the pizza is, like, right at my feet, and the raccoon is debating whether or not to go down on the ground. I've got this all on video, by the way. I didn't video it because I was way too shaky at this point, but other people are videoing this. And the raccoon comes down to my fence line, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's going to come down and it's going to take the pizza from me. So now I grab the pizza off the ground and I'm holding it. And this raccoon is debating whether or not to come down and eat my pizza. And what do I see up in the tree? Two more raccoons. (gasps) There's three of them. It's a little family. There's three of them. And next thing I know, the one raccoon did not come down to take the pizza from me. It decided against it and went back up into the tree. But I sat there drunk as can be. And for a good solid 30 minutes, the raccoons just had an absolute field day with the bananas and sweaty meats and pizza that I left throughout the tree. It might have been the greatest 30 minutes of my life. So you think now they'll come back and expect treats? This is my hope, but the universe may be screwing with me. So I I put this all in the tree. They come down. and I mean, they are so close to me. And there were two or three times where I thought they were going to take it out of my hand. Like I was holding it up and they never did come close enough because there was plenty of in the tree. With their cute little paws and they put it in their mouth. And I'm telling you, if you've never seen uh, ham and uh, and pizza littered in a tree, it's quite the sight. 
And it wasn't it's like, like a Christmas tree of food. Yeah, and it wasn't like I had just like one or two pieces. The entire tree is just loaded, <laughs> loaded up. That poor lady, if she came out the next morning, is like, what the hell happened to my tree? <laughs> so they, they finished eating and then they just disappeared back up into the tree. And I was like, well, this is the beginning, right? Like this, they're going to come back every single night now because they know that the tree has food. I have gone out every night since to leave offerings, have not seen one since. So it's been multiple nights. Multiple nights. Now, Sunday. did, Did you do any research? How long can raccoons go on one meal? Because you fed them a lot. I did. They may not be very hungry. I did. Like I think they had a half a uh, like a half a pound of ham, and probably. And by the way, it was good pizza too. It what was, if you killed them? It was um, pizza shoals. It was. It was not. That like, is the best, in my opinion, in the city. Yeah. So there those raccoons should Look know. Could you that- wasting a pizza shoals on <laughs> raccoons? Yeah. The the friends that were over, they're like, you realize that's like a forty dollar pizza. I'm like, you shut the hell up. This is the only chance I'm ever going to have again. Little do those people know that I would have kicked them out had they been the ones that shoot away the raccoons. So now I'm I'm very excited that after a year-long hiatus, Operation Best Friend is back in full swing. It's better than ever, but now I'm a little sad that it's been several days and there hasn't been a single sighting. And unfortunately, the meat and the pizza is still in the tree because I went back to the old, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, they liked the ham and pizza. It's still sitting up in the tree. Which also, I think, kind of hilarious, because if you go into my backyard, you will see a tree that's littered with pizza and ham. And I'm just I'm hoping that that's all it is, is that they've they're roaming around the neighborhood, but that they will return to the tree. I don't know if they live there. I don't know if this is the same raccoon family that I saw before, if they've moved through. But if that's all I get is that one brief encounter, while it is glorious, it's going to break my heart again. I feel like the universe owes this to me at this point to bring me that close to my best friend and then have it taken away after one night because you hear stories from people that like if you feed them they'll keep coming back and they know they can get a free meal every single night the average raccoon can live for about a week without food or water so i'd say give yourself until probably not a week because that would be them starving but give yourself until like tomorrow or thursday and see if maybe they return because you fed them a lot yes and also, they're not used to eating meat. They're more plant-based. They're opportunistic eaters, as the website just told me. Yeah. Um, you fed them a lot of meat, <laughs> and you fed them bread and cheese and sauce and whatever <laughs> topping was on top of it. That's all I had. I assume you did not have vegetables on this pizza. Well, no. How are you supposed to put vegetables into a tree? Well, I said on the pizza. No, no. Like there was like an onion or pepper or something. On it was there. like a truffle pizza. I did remove. Ah, yes, truffles. I did remove the jalapenos. You from, gave them the fanciest pizza humanly possible. I did, and I got rid of the jalapenos because I thought that they would be a little much for their tiny raccoon tummies. <laughs> Maybe. So I was smart. Yeah, like give I, yourself a couple days. Now I think the problem is is that you may have to be drunk again at night to do it because they need to think you're not a threat because <laughs> you're just sitting there like probably moving around all weird and they're like what's this human doing (laughs) so you got to get loaded so every night i need to get a raging unsafe bonfire and get wildly drunk yes and that's the only time they will show up for you and you have to feed them ham again Mm. and pizza shoals (laughs) and the pizza shoals yes i stop by on the way home and pick it up i am just so giddy that i i have not even thought about operation best friend in well over a year like, occasionally we'll be outside and someone will be like, hey, remember when the rat? I'm like, yeah, don't bring it up. It's just, it's, it makes me depressed. It does. It makes me depressed. And now that I've had this experience, while I'm very excited about the prospect of Operation Best Friend, I also feel like this is about to be my greatest heartbreak that I've ever known because it's so close. Mike, it's little paws were reaching out for the pizza slice. But they never grabbed it. I was holding it up. It was like eight inches away. It thought about it and it just. It couldn't bring itself to trust me to come down and get the pizza. So, so very close. I will close. say, I think that if they do not return by Thursday, maybe Friday, I think you you did not obtain Operation Best Friend, but you did complete Operation Feed Some Raccoons. Yes. And that's cool, but this isn't about feeding raccoons. This is about Operation Best Friend and me naming a raccoon, namely the Hamburglar, 
and having it be my best friend and eventually it hanging out in the hot tub with well, me. Well, what would you name his family then? The Hamburger, Hamburglar is one good name, but what about the other two? I haven't figured there? out the others yet. I didn't expect there to be more than one. I was happy with just the one. But now all of a sudden there's at least three in the tree. And that's the other thing is I don't know because it's such a high up tree. Do you I name don't... the other two Ronald McDonald and Grimace? <laughs> well, Grimace definitely should be one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just Ronald. Ronald, Ron. Ron, Ron Grimace and the hamburger. I'm assuming that one of them is female, right? There's got to be one lady up there. Well, is Grimace uh, a male name? I think Grimace is. Yeah, Grimace is a dude or is Grimace. Well, Grimace is a thing. He's a thing. But a Grim- yeah, Grimace is a dude. You can name it Miss Grimace. <laughs> Miss Grimace and the Hamburglar? Yeah. One of them's going to be Mayor McCheese. <laughs> you should name one after Ham as well. Not just the Hamburglar, but something like the King of Ham. Something like that. And the best part is, too, that my dogs were livid because I, I wouldn't let any of the dogs outside. They were all just sitting at the, the sliding glass door just pissed. Because, you know, when we go outside, they like to go out to the fire pit and they lay around the fire. So... My dogs currently are, are uh, a bit miffed at me. And I understand, but I hope the dogs realize that they're this close to being replaced. The raccoon says the word, every one of my dogs gone. I did pull up the McDonald's characters because I didn't know all of them. Yeah. Uh, Birdie the early bird is one. Oh, there you go. <laughs> also, Officer Big Mac. <laughs> That's a great raccoon name. Well, there you go. I got Mayor McCheese, Officer Big Mac, and the Hamburglar living in my big evergreen right now. There you go. I'm waiting for my neighbor to come by and be like, are you throwing meat into my tree? I'm like, I don't know what happened there. It wasn't me. It was raining meat. (laughs) Some sort of apocalyptic plague. It was weird. Just over the tree, though. It's very strange. Someday, someday, Sook and his raccoons will unite. But until that day, we must uh, soldier forth with the club hour. That was a little club hour preview coming up in today's club we have parts one and two of the query into the ROP sex dungeon, as well as one famous comedian, Bob Saget, joining the show that's coming up on a best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 